Hello, everybody. Welcome to today, and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie, and I talk to heroes about what excites them, and we talk about the supernatural. Today's hero is Laura Ellis. Laura saved my life. I mean that in the way that she actually saved my physical body. She's a healer. I was sick for five months with a mysterious fever of unknown origin. I went to many doctors, took tons of tests, and took a bunch of medicine, and nothing was fixing me at all. It was when they suggested surgery but didn't really know why that I decided to take a more spiritual approach to my healing. That's when I met Laura. She does channeled readings and multimodality healings, and she basically spoke with my guides and figured out that I had been storing emotions all over my body and they were making me sick. That basically I'm a sponge and I take on tons of feelings that aren't even my own and don't move them throughout me. After my first session with her, the fever went away and I... I don't even know exactly what to say about that, except that if doctors aren't helping you, try a healer. Doctors can't fix what they can't see, uh, but healers can. Laura worked with me and gave me tons of tips and tools and helped me so that I got rid of the emotions and feelings and moved them through my body that I wasn't processing, I guess, before and gave me ways to learn how to feel and heal as I go along so that I don't continue to store things throughout myself. I cannot recommend anything more highly than Laura. If you want to find out what she does, go to her website, lauraellis333.com, and just listen to this episode. If you have questions, ask me. But now, please welcome to your head and heart, Laura Ellis. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. um, Well, I want to start out by uh, just saying is is how I feel, which is a good way to start, is that um, you completely like changed my life um, so much. It's been almost two months. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, no, don't apologize. Emotions are good. I'm doing a cleanse right now or like a a diet shift. So like everything is open and like I've gotten rid of coffee and sugar and grains and cheese and oh, nightshades wow. and all the things so okay. I'm stripping layers yeah, no, <laughs> but how- that's so wonderful that's wonderful to hear that I've changed your life I really that that, that makes me feel really good about what I do good what well, is uh how are you feeling any um different from changing your diet Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the reason why I did it is because I was having so much inflammation and I was feeling sick. Like every time I ate, because I've got Hashimoto's, Hashimoto's is an autoimmune issue with your thyroid where your body basically attacks your thyroid. And I've, I've had it for 10 years, but, um, and kind of, I've, you know, gone through periods where I get really strict with my diet and then go go through periods where um, it's tacos and pizza and (laughs) beer sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And my body just, I think after doing so much energy work last year and just doing so much work in general, my body was like, we're not doing this anymore. Like we're just not. So um, I have a lot less inflammation. I feel a lot more limber, you know, like my body feels like I can move better. Um, I've been sleeping heavier. I've got less anxiety. I've been less cranky, less mood swings. So yeah, but the the food is fucking boring as shit. Yeah, no, that's, congratulations though. Thank you. Yeah, I got really sick last year and I like eliminated everything, but mm-hmm. really the only thing that made any difference uh, was coffee, to be honest, like yeah. everything else, uh, like eliminating dairy or just, I ate, yeah, nothing fun, nothing. Yeah, no, it's all farming. meat, vegetables and like bone broth. Like that's, yeah, what yeah. I, that's, and I ate soup for breakfast, which is fucking weird, but <laughs> Well, I'm glad it. it's working. Um, but thank you. Yeah, but so I want. So it's been two months since I've seen you, and I guess, um, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing to be um, traveling on this path of mm-hmm. life, and um, to kind of, to kind of have some answers of what's in your own head. Uh, I had no idea. It was just like I spend most of my time. Um, in like silence, but it's, it's Mm -hmm. constant streams of stuff. And one Mm -hmm. of the first things you did was really like alert me and and like, sorry, but empower me to know that all the different voices and stuff 
are different and not all of them do I have to listen to and it's not all of me and I'm allowed to just be like hey you don't get to talk right now like I don't feel like listening to that and yeah there's just so many things um and I guess I I think a good place to start is um I think the uh, doing channeled readings or just maybe if you explain what it is that you do um, okay. and we'll start there if that's okay. Okay, um, well about, um, let's see, it was 2000, I met my husband in 2008. We both became Reiki masters. Before that time I'd been doing on the spiritual path. I've been on the spiritual path since I was 19, I'm 45. But I really started getting into my studies and um, getting attuned to things, learning about crystals or like getting, you know, certified and all kinds of stuff. In 2008, my husband and I both became Reiki masters and we went to go do a dual session on one of my friends. And all of a sudden, all of this information got downloaded. Like I just kept seeing all these images and I was hearing all this stuff. So I'm clear audience. Clair, which means I hear stuff psychically. I'm clairsentient, which means I feel stuff psychically. I'm clairvoyant. I have some of the other minor clairs, but those are the main ones. So we were doing the session on my friend. It was the first one we did together. And I saw beings come into the room. I saw, and I think it was a combination. My husband's a quadruple Aquarius. So I think he just kind of like activated wow. something. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of electrical energy, but he like, I feel like he activated something and um, I just started hearing like all these different foods and all these things. And I, I didn't have a pen and paper because I wasn't prepared. I didn't think that I was just going to do Reiki on this woman, you know? Yeah. And um, I think I might've laid stones, but I'm not sure. I think it, we just did double Reiki, but anyways, um, so much of this information came through and I was like, whoa. And then I, I was so excited about it. And the reason why, one of the ways I knew that it was not me that was just making up this shit in my head. Cause all of us, you know, have those questions sometimes yeah. is that, um, I heard marshmallow root and I'm like, what the fuck is marshmallow root? Like, oh, I know wow. what marshmallows are. I know what roots are, but I don't know what marshmallow root is. Right. And I go home and I look it up, you know, and I, and I asked her about it and I, I asked her, cause what it is, it's a, it, it does multiple things, but specifically it's used as an expectorant to get like phlegm out of your lungs. Oh, wow. And she didn't seem sick to me and she doesn't smoke. So I was like, I asked her, I said, you know, have you had a lot of phlegm lately? And she said, yeah, I just got over bronchitis and I can't get all this phlegm out. So that was validation to me. You know what I'm saying? That this isn't my information that's coming through. And from that point on, I did start doing these sessions. And again, this was, you know, what, 2008? I don't know how many, that, like 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. Um, then I started actually offering it as a service, you know, you know, was, didn't have it very well put together, but the first probably 10 sessions I did, I was only charging, I think like, I think it was like 65 bucks. It was supposed to be one hour. And the person would leave with like, it turned to be into like two and a half, three hours. Yeah. The person would leave with like four pages of information. And they were like, yeah. what do I do with this? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so over yeah. my time of doing it in the past 14 years, it's become like, I've asked my guides to make it mo more coherent, you know, so that it's, it's practical because my men's in Virgo. So I want it to be practical. So basically what I do, <laughs> you asked what it is that I do yeah. is I, I refer to them as multimodality sessions. I, I was calling it, um, multidimensional integrative therapy. Like that's, that's basically what it is. I'm working on different dimensions, working with different modalities to bring in, um, basically homework for people to work on themselves. So people are getting a, their body and their energetic fields being reattuned to themselves and bringing into alignment with the use of crystals, tuning forks and Reiki. But as I'm doing that work, I'm channeling information as you've seen. Yeah. So the type of stuff that comes up are like foods to incorporate, crystals to work with, animal energies to tap into, oils and flower essences to work with, guides that are in your field or guides that your guides want you to work with. Sometimes past life information comes through and then a whole page of random information, which can include like, um, you know, rituals to do for manifestations, physical exercises to get in your body, clearing exercises, ways to get cords out, ways to clear ancestral stuff, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, so, that's so cool. Yeah, I was like, uh, I, I mean, for me personally, I don't know if this is typical. It's like, I'm like, I just want to talk to my guides. I just want to hear them. Yeah. And I think when I went to you, they were just like, okay, is this how you want to hear it? And they're like, boom, here's yes. all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's just like when I first got home, I was like, wow, like I have like an hour and a half of stuff to do every day now, Yeah, and, which was so cool. But it was like, yeah. I, I don't think people have any idea. Um, 
of what they need before they I had no idea what it was necessarily but then it was like everything you said you know just was like oh my god that makes so much sense sense. Um, yeah so many things but also it just yeah it really is just like if I guess if people want to know it's just like um connecting to your body now but also Mm -hmm. your body before and your not body I guess like Mm -hmm. um but do you like the clairvoyance and clairaudience and uh, that stuff is it um is it easy for you to distinguish or possible for you to distinguish between your guides telling you or just like how is that between like knowing whether or not it's me in my head or if it's my guides yeah it feels different I always try to explain like I had an apprenticeship program when I was teaching my students about how to tune into their their intuition in a different way um what I would say is it's almost got like a different flavor it's like when you think things you think things but like when stuff drops in or if I hear it it's, it's not something that I'm thinking of. It's a hard, I, I can't explain it, but it, it just feels like a different flavor or a different tone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, and I want to say, I want to say too, like, you know, when people come in here really open and ready, that's a different energy. Like when I put that, your birthday post up, you came in here open and ready. You know what I'm saying? You're so easy to read because you're ready. You know, sometimes yeah. people, I think a lot of people, some, especially people who are really skeptical. Sometimes they'll go to psychics and it's like they're wanting them to perform circus tricks. Totally. Yeah. You know, and it's, that's, I mean, you're wasting, if you want to pay me to like do circus tricks for you, that's not, you're taking away from yourself, not from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think that that's also um, a reason maybe why it took me or that, that worked for me so much at that time is that I have just been like on a mission to like, um, become myself I guess uh like just figure out what that is and be comfortable um and so Mm -hmm. I was exactly ready to hear that stuff because there's there's little things here and there that you kind of know like oh I should meditate or whatever do yoga or just this stuff that you're like I know I should eat healthy of course when it comes and it's right and you know uh and you you want to do it I guess it's just like boom um yes I think also that the fact that you know you get homework and it's very practical it's like you know I like I'm the same way you know like with this program that I started for my eating it's not as 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 um organized as I would like it to be you know because my mind's in Virgo I want it to be or I want it to be easy and I feel like you know with spirituality sometimes you know people go get a reading or they go get a healing session it's so far out there it's like um, I feel like when you have something that's practical that you can keep coming back to, I think that's why I've had success in my business is because I'm not, I don't say I'm a healer. I say I'm a healing practitioner because I'm not healing you. If you're not willing to heal yourself, yeah, you're not going to heal, you know, you're not going to change. Like you have to commit to your own change. And it's this homework is all about putting the power putting you back in the power of yourself you know and saying totally. you're just fucking powerful. You do it and see how much it changes you, you know? which I think is important. That's so cool. Cause yeah, that's, that's, that's so cool. Cause it is being healed. Isn't, I mean, maybe it's real. I don't know, but yeah. you have to want to do it and do work. And also you want to, or you have to want to be healed and participate mm-hmm. in it. Um, and I guess uh, that's another part is that, um, that I wanted to, I don't know if I said, I'm sorry. I'm just like, this is is a heroes podcast so I just I just bring people I'm excited about and our heroes but I guess yeah this isn't something that I think anybody really knows about me but I have really um like I don't know if it's PTSD or whatever but it's like I can't have people like near my head um Mm. or I guess near my feet or anywhere so like being in a room with someone that's like has like tuning forks and all of this stuff like I was nervous. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, like have someone near yeah. my head and not like twitch at every, you know, or just like, um, I just didn't know if I was going to be able to even do it. And just your, your energy and your self, um, is just so good. And you're so good at your job. And it's just like, I didn't feel weird at all. I didn't like flinch or whatever. And I didn't, yeah, just to like trust, um, someone near your body yeah I don't know what I'm afraid is going to happen but it was it felt so good and also just like 
um, I have never like, yeah, really um, been around someone that's um, not never, but someone that's just, just giving, mm -hmm. you know, a, a, in a physical way without trying to take anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that I think alone is so huge. And I feel like everyone should go to you and like do these things. Cause it's just like, um, we're all just moving so, so, so fast all around. Yeah. Like, it's intense right now on the planet. It's so intense. Yeah. And just like having somebody that's just giving energy to you specifically and not trying to take anything from you is like mm -hmm. the coolest, coolest thing. And like, yeah, it's, I, I guess that's. Well, what's funny about that is like, I've done sessions. There's people that I've done sessions on. There's this one woman, I, I kind of always bring her up, um, who, who came to see me and I, I said, so have I seen you before? And she was like, Laura, this is the fourth time. <laughs> you know, because my point is that um, I don't remember stuff because one, I'm just channeling, you know, I'm channeling the Reiki and I'm, I'm channeling the information. And it's not that I'm not interested when I'm with you, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm literally legitimately holding space for the person when I'm there. Yeah. But when they leave, I tell, I say, you take with you what's yours and I keep only what's mine. And that way I don't, it's not mine to process. Like I'm not trying to take anything from anybody, you know, yeah. energetically. Is that, um, I don't know that much about Reiki. Is that the same as Reiki where you're, or how, can you even explain what Reiki is? Reiki is a, a, a form Sorry. of, no, it's okay. It's a form of um, energy healing that, that uh, was birthed out of Japan. Now, a lot of people will say that it's, you know, thousands upon thousands of years old, but it was brought to the surface or brought to society, if you would, as a healing modality um, by Dr. Asui uh, in, in Japan in the 1920s. Um, and he, he was actually given a medal of honor for helping so many people across Japan. He had a, a bunch of clinics that he'd open and helped you know, a lot of homeless people heal a lot of just people in general, a lot of soldiers heal. And there was a woman, um, um, I think her name was, oh, I can't remember her name. I, for some reason, Takata. Okay. Miss Takata. I think it's Takata. I, I'm sorry for those of you, if, if you get <laughs> mad that I don't remember this woman's name, but anyway, she was from Hawaii and she, um, went to Japan to get a healing because they were telling her her body's like messed up. She like her gallbladder and her liver and all kinds of things were screwed up. They're telling her that she needed to have surgery and she was, she didn't want to do that. So she went and saw her family in Japan and, um, she wound up studying with him and getting attuned. So, um, a master, a Reiki master has to attune another person. So it's almost like you have to get these symbols dropped into your crown to turn on that channel, if you would. Okay. Um, but it's your, I always say you're basically just a straw. It's universal light energy. That's what it is. It's just, it's okay. not my energy. It's just energy that's being channeled through. It's just universal light that's being channeled through. And Reiki, um, they've done multiple studies on it. They've shown that it reduces blood pressure. Um, it reduces anxiety. It helps people sleep. It helps the healing process um, go faster. It helps to reduce pain. Um, so th there's been studies that have shown that it actually does work. And actually the state of California, I don't know if they still do it. I haven't looked, but the state of California used to offer continuing education credits to nurses if they got attuned to it. So it's that, you know, it's not just some like, I don't yeah. know, there's all kinds of healing modalities now that you're like, okay, sure. You know, but this is one that's been around, you know, for over, a, uh, um, a century in the United States, or at least, yeah. you know, in the United States, I think in the forties or something, but they used to charge like $10,000 to a tuna person. Now Whoa. you can get an attunement for 200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting to me. Cause I, um, I guess like what we do or playing music, I kind of feel like, and you said some stuff about this, but it's like, I feel, mm -hmm. um, like 80% of what I, of my whole life, is is just channeling and then I feel oh it like, totally is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally, I, I yeah. feel like on stage is just all I'm not even there at all um yeah on, you're just a channel you're like a body that's like doing all the stuff <laughs> yeah and I feel like there on stage I feel like I am um what I consider like doing it the right way in the sense that I'm it's not my energy I'm I'm channeling other energy but I feel yeah. like in my normal life I use my own personal energy and that's why I yeah. get like sick and depleted so I guess and I guess that's probably pretty common um do you I guess when you do work you you don't use your own energy ever. no and I get I actually get really high after I work okay and a lot of times I get a healing too you know or something you know I feel better I feel clearer I feel 
more in tuned, you know, the, and I mean, I, I used to do, um, 10 in-person sessions a week before COVID yeah. I was doing like 10 in-person sessions a week on, you know, on a fairly regular basis. I didn't start doing distance work until COVID hit. That's when I started really doing distance work. Um, but I mean, I, yeah, I didn't get exhausted from, I usually would get pretty wired actually. Well, and yeah. do you have like ways that you, like, if you're not using your energy, but you are mm-hmm. around other Mm. people's energy is there a way that you grew to not like pick up on that stuff or oh girl that is that took me I I always say that it took me 35 years to learn boundaries you know and sometimes even even still like you know for people that I'm really close to um when I do let those boundaries down um which are probably the ones I should have more boundaries with (laughs) when I do let my boundaries down um I can get drained but you know that people ask me like how can you be you know with, you know, being clear on it, clear sentient, being an empath, like, how do you go into places? Like, how are you around a lot of people? I put myself in a bubble. I mean, I definitely wear protective stones. Like I'm obviously like really into crystals. Um, so I use crystals on a regular basis. Um, you know, stuff like azurine or black tourmaline or pyrite, those are really good for having boundaries. Um, but I try to stay grounded. I'm a pretty grounded person for somebody who spends a lot of time out in the ethers. I'm, I, I try to be really grounded. I think in the past I've used food for grounding. That's a common thing, which I feel like that's why I've had, you know, um, challenges with my weight my whole life. Um, but, you know, I feel like that's, and that's one of the biggest things that comes up for people on a regular basis is getting in their body because there's so many people that struggle with anxiety and, um, you know, being too much of an empath, being too sensitive. There's so many people that have those issues these days, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's, that's why almost every single person I work on distance Hi, or in person, you like this podcast or just like being nice, you're in please your body go and you're subscribe, grounded, you're like, and save this because episode. You're aware if you like being field. really, really, really nice, go check out our Patreon page. There you will find a veritable breeding ground for cool and secret podcast and Death Valley girls content. Thank you. You know, totally. yeah, well, one thing I, I've noticed or I think is that um, and is that I was going to say, maybe we already talked about this. I don't not, not that we're probably talking. in the ethers. Yeah, totally. But it's like I feel like um, I feel like a lot of people are realizing that they're psychic and empaths, even oh, without yeah. knowing that that's what's happening. And I think mm-hmm. just to bring it back is like if you think people that have had trauma have typically mm-hmm. been more psychic and stuff like that because they're yeah. constantly practicing their boundaries and who they are and like their feelings and their energy and mm-hmm. other people's energy and trying to like stay safe in all these places um so they're just using those senses all the time I think that that's why personally and then I think now that everyone's been inside all traumatized they've like mm-hmm. really gotten to practice those things too so now i think people are going outside and be like oh my like God, holy like, shit this is too much energy i can't handle all these people yeah like they and now they're in tune to it and they're just yeah. like it's like yeah you're psychic now like yeah. whatever whatever it means to be able to read energies oh for yeah. sure yeah i think especially people who have had any kind of trauma the first and second chakra pre-covid you know like which would be you know issues around home family any kind of like sexual abuse or physical abuse a lot of times those people they're constantly kind of sending energy out, like putting their auric field out to feel if they're safe, you know, and that's part of, I mean, you know, that's part of being an empath. A lot of people be like, oh, you shouldn't say empath if it's related to, you know, trauma. But the reality is that is, that's part of being an empath. Um, The clairsentience will build up because you're from a survival perspective. It's like the second sense, almost like if you're blind, you hear better. Like because of this trauma down here, people, you know, are constantly feeling to feel if they're safe. They're constantly put, pressing out their aura to kind of read people. That's not necessarily a healthy thing. I mean, it's better to just have good boundaries and not do that, yeah. you know? And but that's how, you know, but it, it, that is part of being sensitive. And I feel like with COVID and being shut down, like you are saying, people being locked inside, I feel like the pandemic is really, it's a mass trauma to the first and second chakra, because part of the sacral chakra is the need to touch and to feel and to, you know, be around, you know, like to have like a connection and intimacy. And we haven't been able to have that. And, you know, it's also triggered the root 
talker with, you know, will I be able to survive? Will I die? Like, you know, worrying about survival stuff. So I feel like, yes, people have been sitting there becoming more clairsentient, if you would, and then going out to the world and being like, oh, fuck, you know, like I not, you know, not only do I not want to be around these people because I'm scared I'm going to get COVID, but I don't want to be around these people because this is too much energy for me. Yeah. Yes. You just said that perfectly. That's, that's, that's like the trip I've been on, but haven't really figured out the words yet, but yeah, it's so, it's so wild. Cause I guess it's, it's happening to so many people right now. And so it's just like, oh yeah, like that's what it is. And I think just realizing how much um of other people's energy you pick up and 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 just even realizing what your own energy is i think is like going to be sure. blowing and shocking to people yeah. is there anything um i mean i guess now is such a weird time but is there is there like a main thing you notice uh, among your clients that is just like a real easy fix I don't know if there is but go to that or just in general like something where people are just like not you know like some you know like not drinking enough water or not paying enough you know I don't know stretch or whatever like is there something that just you've noticed people Um, don't do in general Well, grounding for sure. I mean, grounding is so important. I think getting out into nature is really important. Um, breathing, that's a breathe, just like setting an alarm to breathe like three or four times a day that comes up for people regularly. Um, I mean, as far as like COVID and the vaccines for people who have had COVID or have had the vaccine, my guides are really loud about people working with selenite and fluorite to help balance like some of the brain fog and the kind of confusion that I feel has happened with both people who have gotten COVID and who have had the vaccine. So yeah. that's been a regular thing that's come up for people. I'm trying to think if there's anything. I, I wrote mean, I can a say, song about that actually. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, you said... Um... It's like pull out the stuffing and pour in the silver light. I don't know if that's okay to say, but I'll, I'll say yeah, the song later. <laughs> so your information is all yours. You can share it with whoever you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, that's good to know. I think I, yeah, I mean, I feel like if you, even just the trauma around it is like causes brain fog. I feel like for sure this whole year I've just been like, oh, what's that word? Like I don't remember it. Just like, yeah, just I think when you go through a lot, you have to like kind of put on hold a lot of your information. And I put on hold like all the names of all the clubs that we play, all of like (laughs) the bands we like people like, so what bands are you into now? And I'm like, I don't know I don't remember (laughs) I don't know um but do you I don't know if it's a secret but do you um can you like walk me through or uh these humans through like your process for what you do in your office or is that oh no that's fine I mean (laughs) no it's not a secret um I mean Sometimes before it's not so much, it hasn't been so much this year or even last year because um, I haven't been doing obviously as many in-person sessions. You're like one of maybe 15 people I've worked on um, in person for like the past year and a half. Um, I opened my books up and you got on. So you were lucky. I'm actually probably going to close in-person sessions um, just for a couple of months until we see what's going on with, you know all of this. Cause I, you know, I have a, I have a kid and I'm, I'm right now stripping layers of myself off with this, this, this process, this healing process that I'm going through. So I don't want to put myself in danger. Yeah. Um, but the distance sessions also, you know, obviously you can't have crystals laid on you. I do a crystal layout and do, um, still do distance Reiki, which it, it goes, it, we're all on a grid. So it just goes where it goes. And I still get two pages worth of downloads. So, you know, the distance session is great, but when, when somebody comes in person, what used to happen before COVID when I was doing a lot of in-person sessions is sometimes I'd be in the middle of taking shower, a shower and I'd start getting the download for the person Whoa. or I'd be on driving on my car and I'd start getting information about the person. I was like, fuck, like, don't do that. I would tell my guys, don't do that till I get there. Cause I don't want to yeah. be like voice texting in my car. <laughs> but anyways, um, typically a person comes in and we talk about what it is that they want to work on. And as we're talking, I'm already getting a download of information. So I'll start taking notes on that form that I provided with you for you. Um, so I'm tuning in that way. And then once, once I've, you know, we've, kind of establish what you want to work on. A lot of times you'll say something you want to work on, but you already mentioned something like, say you're wanting, I want to, you know, attract 
the man of my life or something like that, or the woman of my life, the partner of my life, the they of my life. Maybe that's what you came in to do, you know, but you know, but right before that you had talked about your mom and the guides will be like that, that thing that she's talking about, right? That's what you need to talk about right now. That's the fucking, that's the whole point underneath all of it. And a lot of times I wind up interrupting people and we go, you know, into that a little bit. So the guides will kind of direct the conversation a little bit or something's louder than other things like that make more sense. that needs to be worked on. But once we've established what it is that needs to be worked on, then you get on the table and then um, I measure your chakras to see what's out of alignment, usually, usually using a pendulum. Um, and then I lay stones on your body and around your body. So I create a grid. And it's not just like, oh, let's just do the rainbow down the body, you know, but every color, because, you know, if a chakra is overactive, you don't want to put more of that color on there. You want to put something that will kind of calm it down. Yeah. So I just... Yeah, I pick stuff intuitively, like, you know, whatever I'll go over to my, my three trays of crystals and whatever I feel wants to be there, or I'm drawn to, that's what I lay on the body. And then I go to my tuning forks and my guides are usually like, which are planetary tuning forks. They're tuned to the different planet vibrations and they'll, they'll kind of tell me what elements or what, you know, what planetary elements you're needing more of. So for instance, say that you're really stuck energetically and you can't, move through something, um, then my guides would probably point towards like Pluto and Jupiter, you know, cause oh, Jupiter's yeah. super expansive and Pluto is all about like crazy weird change or Uranus and Jupiter or whatever. Yeah. Um, then I use the tuning forks. It's usually two. And then I start, uh, running the energy and I do a very abbreviated version of Reiki. Like when I just do a straight Reiki session with no crystals, it's very hard for me to do that. Cause my guides are like, but we're doing this, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they want to do all the things, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of an abbreviated version of Reiki, the, 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 the healing session part, the energy session part. So it's probably like 20 to 25, 30 minutes of talking, depending on how much we're vibing and how much information is coming through. Sometimes that could be 40 minutes or an hour. Yeah. And then the energy portion is usually about, you know, 30 minutes. Um, because I'm working on multiple layers, you know, so yeah. I, I don't want to blast people out. Some people, I mean, I, I could blast people out and get them super fucking high, but I want them to be able to drive home, you know? So, um, usually about 25, 30 minutes and I, you know, I go on both sides of the body, the head and the feet. And then at the end, I kind of seal you up and put you into like a Reiki bubble, if you would. Yeah. And I always, like I you always saw, I, or you saw, I wash my hands afterwards. That's just a way of me. So it's like, it's like ritual for me to separate energetically from right. you. So that was deep into your field. And then I come back and then we kind of go over what came up. And then that's the last like half hour of it. Yeah. Well, I, one thing that was so funny when you did it is that, um, when you started, when we were just talking, it was like the guides were just telling you stuff for my mom, which is, and you were like, all right, that's enough. Like this is for her, but, uh, that was super funny. And then one thing I wanted to mention just for, um, just cause I think it's fun like a fun fact of uh part of our session is that um like i think people some people might not you know believe in this stuff or whatever because Mm -hmm. they're not ready yet uh to Mm -hmm. believe in the truth of the universe (laughs) but uh um and i guess i yeah i'm just curious is that like so i you told me that one of my past lives was a jazz or blues musician who was an addict. Mm -hmm. And like, since I was like five, I've wanted to be Billie Holiday, like a jazz musician who was an addict specifically. Like I'm getting goosebumps all over my body. (laughs) I mean, I forget all of this, but I'm getting like waves of goosebumps going down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's just so, I guess like I've, yeah, you know, it's just so weird to me that I've been on this, like, like I went to school for jazz. I'm not a jazz musician. No one in my family is a musician. Like this is out of nowhere. Um, and I've been following this very specific bizarre path. And then to f- meet you, you have no idea of these things at all. Cause yeah, I didn't know you from Joe. I didn't I had no yeah. idea. Well, I didn't book the session. Yeah. So it wasn't even ah. a way that you could know yeah. anything about me. Um, yeah. And to, like when you said that, I was just like, wait a second what like my life has been so focused on this thing that was another life and I guess time isn't linear so it could I I just I guess could you even explain a little bit about how 
um, things overlap like that? Or if you could, I don't know if that's something. Oh, like different timelines. Oh man, that makes <laughs> that always makes my head feel like I'm going into a fucking. Okay, never like, mind. Weird hole. No, no, it's okay. I mean, I, the way. Okay, so to me, there's alternate. I mean, there's alternate lifetimes. There's times that are going at, at the same time. So there's those past lives. I feel like. I mean, yes. I feel like. I feel like time is like this. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's not just like this and then it ends and then this and then it ends and then this. And then, I remember explaining this before. I'm literally just doing it right now. No, it's but so I so feel far. like it, it goes. Like, I feel like it goes like this, right? So this doesn't ever end. So I feel like it, you know, vibrationally, it could still be going on. I mean, that's the best way to know right. how to put it. Wow. But I've, so I've cool. seen, I've seen alternate, alternative lifetimes that feel like they're on a whole other plane of existence. Those are weird. I've only had like maybe 10 of those. I think I've worked on about 3,500 people oh doing God. these sessions. Wow. Yeah. And I think, I think that that one that's going at the same time has only happened like 10 or 12 times. And that's always really trippy. Past lives do come up there. And there's been people that come in and like, that's, I don't know that, or in the past, not so much really weirdly during COVID and doing during distant sessions, they, the guides like really put a hold on that for some reason. I think it's because we're so stuck in first and second chakra and being on the physical plane and being on earth and earth going through this ascension process that they were like, that's not what's important right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, but, but two years ago or a year and like two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, there would be people that would come into my sessions, you know, with the desire to have past life. Like that's what they came in intentionally right. in their head. They didn't tell me. And all of a sudden the guys are giving me like 15 past lives. And I'm like, Holy shit. And I like, I've literally said yeah. that to people, like, I don't know why they're giving me so much past life info. And they're like, well, that's the reason why I wanted to come see you. I don't do just strictly past life readings. Like those right. are and the guides are choosy as far as to what comes through. And sometimes it's a glimpse of something. It's just like, oh, well, you were a sailor in Portugal. You know, it'll be just a glimpse. And then, or they give it for a specific, but usually in my sessions, they give it for a specific purpose. It's like something to heal or a way for you to understand yourself better or something to clear or something to let go of or a talent to pull in so that you can enhance your life, you know? Yeah, no, that's, I definitely feel like everything that you said I mean, there's some stuff where I'm, I mean, I, I still have so much work to do. Yeah. It's been two months and there's so much stuff I haven't even started yet, but everything, I think it is just like, yeah, who your higher self and your guides and all of these things are just like, pay attention to this stuff. Like you're not yeah. listening or maybe you are, but I'm going to highlight it now, Yeah, throw it to you and you just know it. And it's like, yeah. it's just, that's the coolest thing ever. It's so cool. Um, but I think and it's, it feels so good to know that it feels good for you. Like, oh yeah, I don't get drained at all. People are like, are, I'm so sorry. Like, or you know, like people come in here and cry and they, they like, I mean, I've actually cried from some of the stuff people were saying. And it was just like, it just, it wasn't even like, I mean, it was my feeling a little bit, but it was really like, I felt like I was helping to process yeah. some of it, some of it energetically. And they, they would apologize. I'm like, don't ever apologize. I mean, I've heard some of them, I've heard fucking horror stories, you know, and I've heard not horror stories, you know, but I don't, you know, I don't really ever feel drained. I mean, you know, the only time I think I've ever felt drained and it wasn't like, I've done like in-person in uh, like many readings where I did like 30 in a day wow. that that's a little draining <laughs> but yeah, I also yeah. think that's also because I'm sitting in this you know highly high vibrational state you know channeling information for you know seven hours that's different than just doing you know I I, I only do two sessions a day that's like yeah. what I limited myself to so can can you um or not can't will you uh describe how you like if you have a daily thing you do or how you ground yourself or prepare to do sessions um well I always I, I do the point I do the pointing at my solar plexus thing um I think just having a child is is very grounding okay yeah, <laughs> you know totally. having my son it just keeps me in my body yeah um you know I I I do a little bit of breath work or breathing in the shower just to bring myself present, but I don't, you know, I should be doing like the squats, you know, like some, one of the things that comes up for people is squats or sitting on the ground. I do try to get into nature at least two or three times a month minimum. 
Yeah. But I don't really have like a daily thing. I think I've just been doing this for so long. Yeah. I mean, other than like making sure to wash my hands and like when I get in the shower, kind of tuning into myself and breathing is really, yeah. you know, because literally breathing, like we wouldn't think that breathing that, you know, we breathe, right? Everybody breathes. You have to breathe to live, but you'd be surprised. I mean, I even hold my breath. I notice that I hold my breath sometimes. Yeah. You know, we have a tendency to do that. So when you actually focus on breathing, just breathing, it actually brings you back into your body. That's so cool. Well, um, sorry. Oh, um, well, yeah, I just feel like, I guess another thing I'd just like to say (laughs) is that before, before I went there, um, and and I will say for everyone, like, I, I don't think that the part of being in there was like, uh, more important like I think doing it online not online but remote yeah, yeah wouldn't make any difference like I didn't understand how that would be before I went in there because like I've yeah. done a few things with friends that are psychic done like readings with me um yeah ever so slightly and I was just like I don't really know how this is working like because for me <laughs> I have to like at uh, until or now at least um have to be around someone to know what their energy is versus mine for some reason yeah Um, but I'm gonna work on it but uh Mm. yeah I felt like I just always feel like I'm that when I go outside and I go somewhere um that I'm like putting on a scuba scuba gear and I have like a limited amount of oxygen and a little bit amount of time and everyone else is fine but I'm just like counting down the minutes till I can get back home and be safe. And it's like, that has like completely like gone away since seeing you just like, I don't feel, yeah, I don't (laughs) feel like, like I, like my nest is essential and I'm, I don't feel like that's the only place I can be safe. I feel like you gave me like tools to like feel safe outside, which is (laughs) sad in a way that I didn't have that before you know darling that's part of what you know that was part of your journey and part of you know the traumas that you've had to deal with and life and you know being sensitive in general and being a bright you know also being a performer you know I think that and you said I think you said like when you perform you know you're not even really in your body you're inspired you know when you're when we're creating art we're inspired which means we're within spirit we're like connected you know but you know I still feel you know, that's just, that was part of your process. So I don't think it's strange. I think that a lot of people are, there's so many sensitive people now. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I started, you know, managing a crystal store. I mean, obviously I work for myself. I've been working for myself for almost four years now, but I managed a crystal store for 11 years. And, um, what was my point of saying that? Uh, <laughs> I like totally lost my train of thought. Sensitive maybe. Oh yeah. So, um, just seeing the difference, you know, from when I first started working in a metaphysical store to now, it's like so many people are waking up. So many people are waking up realizing, plus I think that empath and crystals, like that's become, it's, it's more widespread. It's more, you know, more part of popular culture, if you would, like people are more aware of, you know, you've got Gwyneth Paltrow selling fucking vagina rocks you know it's pretty like you know it's become pretty popular if you would so I think that people are becoming more aware and I think it's a beautiful thing you know I I used to like you know you know I was a goth girl when I was in high school and you know then was a raver which is a really weird transition (laughs) I guess it's not because industrial and electronic music are pretty similar yeah but um you know I used to be like you know uh, or not uh, like you know if anybody started liking the things that I liked because I you know you know was like a, yeah. a little niche group I was like kind of like snotty about it you know sure. and I, at first with crystals I, I was like that and then I was like how can you fucking be like that honestly I mean granted like you should definitely buy crystals and get energy work from people who know what the, know what the fuck they're doing I'll yeah. just do that because <laughs> you just should you don't want people opening up trauma or you don't want to buy crystals that they, where people don't know what the fuck it is but um, I'm grateful that this is expanding so that because we're we're on this path together as humanity to grow and heal, you know, and I think it's a good thing, you know, I mean, I'm definitely a rock snob, that's for sure. You know, I'm, I'm definitely a snob when it comes to energy work, which, you know, I just think that, you know, but there's, there's somebody for everybody. Yeah. Well, you know? I think it's totally, I think it's when the pendulum swings from like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's going so far where it's like people that don't know anything about yeah. rocks or where they're getting it are getting it, but then it comes back to the center and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's part of, you know, like how 
people all over are doing yoga and it seems sort of like yeah. annoying or whatever or just like yeah. oh, that's not real but it's like yeah it is it's they want the same things yeah. they just oh, maybe sure. are getting there differently but it's sometimes yeah. it's fun to be snobby you know yeah. I, I, I lived in new york for like 11 years so i can't even believe that like like i didn't know that what crystals were or, you know like or yeah. astrology or anything but now i'm like oh it's just fun like yeah it's fun and it's like it makes so much sense it's like well it's good I mean it's good to like get to know yourself self-exploration is amazing and I think the whole point of being on the planet is for us to heal and evolve as spirits or as beings you know and these are just tools and I think it's it's important to have these tools for sure I mean my life has changed drastically I mean specifically with crystals and Reiki has changed drastically in the past and I mean I used to be a pushover I was a people pleaser I didn't know how to say no you know I would you know and then I just and I was just hanging out with really toxic people that would swallow up all my energy you know and granted I don't have a huge group of friends I, I mean I have friends but you know that got very limited you know I, when I started um, to really go on this path I lost a lot of people and I think that happens to a lot of people yeah. I think also a lot of times people um, get under the spiritual path and this is this I, I, this is where I think sometimes my snottiness comes in is that they they their pendulum swings all the way where they just think that they know everything you yeah. know it's like once you start once you start knowing, you realize how much you don't know. And once yeah. you become conscious, you can't stop being conscious. That's so, you know, spiritual work is hard work, you know? Yeah. It's difficult work, but it's so worth it, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm like addicted at this point because all, all of the things you said of how you were before is like, I just am waking up to that reality of like, oh my God, I didn't take any authority over life. I just let yeah. it happen. And like, yeah. um. And yeah no is a powerful word it's an amazing word yeah well you know? yeah it's far out because yeah it's like people think you're being yeah if you're just like people please or if you just you know if you can sense everyone's how they feel I, I can sense how people feel before I can feel my feelings yeah. so I'm adjusting constantly to that and now that I've realized that I'm like that's kind of rude to them and me. Like, I'm not even doing it to be nice. I'm doing it because it's whatever reaction. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm, people's feelings are so shitty that I'm scared to have my own feelings. And now I'm like, oh, I want to have my own feelings because yeah. that's, and so it's just like this, so it's like ongoing thing of like, ah, you know, and like feel feelings and stop feeling other people's feelings. But yeah. yeah. And, and that's what led me to you. And now I'm, I feel, yeah, just like constant everyday learning so much shit and, uh, and wanting to apply it and wanting to like learn about, you know, how to help other people in ways that aren't like shutting down their feelings, just like letting their, their feelings flow for them, like over yeah. there. Um, or absorbing it and processing it for them, which a lot of people do too. It's like, you don't want to absorb other people's shit and process it. Uh -uh. That's for them. You know, it's like, it's almost like stealing people's karma too. When you don't allow them to do what it is for them that they need to do, Whoa. you know, that's you need to let them have their experience rather than sucking all that out of them so that they don't have to, you know, and I understand that, especially, you know, the healer, you know, being a healing practitioner and, and working this field, you want to take people's pain away from them, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I don't, you know, that's why I didn't, I didn't, I didn't last. I was a massage therapist for like three years. I did not last. Yeah. I would go like, I'd work on Kevin who had a knee problem. And all of a sudden Laura had a knee problem. I'd work on Jane and she was depressed and I'd feel depressed for a week. Wow. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I transferred to doing healing work, energy work, because I, you know, I was too sensitive. Yeah. And usually people who want to help people like that, you know, that happens, you know, they wind up taking on specifically for their family or for their lovers or for their friends. Yeah. Well, what, how do you recommend like not doing that? Having good boundaries. Just boundaries. Yeah. And saying no, you know, like it's really hard for us to say no, you know, hold space for somebody and say, I recognize that you're going through this and that you're having a trouble and I could be here to listen to you. But before you do that, if you're somebody that absorbs, you want to make sure you really ground yourself. Grounding is like, if, if nobody did anything with any of my sessions, if they just ground themselves and breathe, like even if they didn't get on all the crystals or the oils or talk to their guides or do the manifestation spells or whatever, just fucking grounding and breathing like is a fucking game changer. Yeah. <laughs> like what, legitimately. What do you mean like grounding? So grounding, like one of the things that comes up 
which is funny. And they're what? Um, my guides will tell people to like do 10 to 15 squats oh, okay. because that, part, that muscular part of your body is like the biggest muscular part of your body. Yeah. Get you in your body or like sit at, sit on the ground or lay on the ground or sit oh, on okay. a tree or okay. yeah. Eat a yeah. hamburger. That's grounding too. Okay, cool. I was yeah. like, Oh no, am I missing something? Yeah. I've been doing, I, on the dog walk, the dog's sitting right there. That's why I'm pointing at it. But uh, every day on the dog walk, uh, I go, I, like, lay down in the grass. And I say, you gave me something to say about calling your energy in and releasing yeah. not your energy. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, that's, like, so I'm doing that. <laughs> so there's Good. that. Maybe everyone else can do it, too. Um, yeah. Well, Thank you so many, so many millions for everything. Is there, um, where can people go to find you? Um, well, if you're on Instagram, then uh, Laura Ellis 333. So it's L-A-U-R-A-E-L-L-I-S 333 is my Instagram. I do do live crystal sales on there. If people are interested in buying, I don't really sell like your average Joe, like not boring, but I, I, I sell I like, I'm a, I'm a crystal nerd. So yeah, you get, I like, love everything I got from you and I got beautiful. a lot. <laughs> nice. So I do that there and I do, I do, you know, if that, if people would prefer not to have like emails and stuff like that, then I do, um, announce my classes and stuff like that on there. And you can actually book me if you go in my, um, in the bio section there, you can book me for, you know, for just readings. I do do regular just readings too. I prefer to do uh, multi-modality distance sessions because I feel like people should have the energy work along with the information. When I do just readings, um, those are usually 30 minute readings. Um, that's still some of the same information, but not as in depth, if you would. Um, so you can book me. Yeah. You can book me through there or you can go to my website, which is uh, Laura Ellis, three, three, three.com. Cool. Well, I yeah. will add those for sure. Um, well, thank you. Is there anything else you would like to say before we go to the, nothing people? really. Thank you so much for, for having me. And I'm oh, so, yeah. I mean, I'm so honored to be a part of your healing process. I'm so, I think it's great that we both know Marcel. I think is Kelsey the one that, yeah. that, that, that got you to speak? I love Kelsey. So thank you to those ladies for just bringing you into orbit in my environment too, you know, and I'm glad I got a chance to work on you. Like I said, I wasn't lying when I said that in your birthday post, like it really was a pleasure to work on you. It made me um, really happy because I could see how open you are and how ready to shift. And I felt really connected. So I'm grateful to you. So keep shining your beautiful light too. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much. And have thank a you, darling. week. And you too. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Be well. Bye.